achievements are to be applauded. And as a school, Lipscomb Academy celebrates its accomplishments as a community. But sometimes, the accomplishment is so big, we want others to celebrate with us. Today is one of those opportunities. Hosted by Dr. Brad Schultz and Amanda Price, this is Mustangs Unbridled. The football season has come to an end, and the Mustangs were victorious in their quest to be the 2021 TWSAA Division II AA state champions. Four senior football student athletes join us today to share their journey this season. Welcome, gentlemen. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you for having us, Dr. Schultz. If all of you could introduce yourselves and tell our listeners what your positions are, because we do have four of you in the room with us today. Hi, I'm Jordan Jackson. I'm number eight, and I'm a safety for the Lipscomb Mustangs. I'm Coleman Baker. I'm number 11, and I'm a receiver for the Mustangs. Um, I'm Alex Broom. I'm number 20. I play running back. I'm Cole Welch. I'm number 23, and I play defensive back. So, guys, this has been an exciting season for obviously you, but for really the whole school. And uh, just have some questions we'd love to hear from you today. So, so thankful to have you with us. Uh, one thing I would love to know is – now, it's been a long season, and obviously you probably feel like you've grown a lot. So what have you learned about yourself um, throughout this season, and then what maybe have you learned about your teammates? Any thoughts on that? Yeah, so um, at the start of the season, I um, actually ended up breaking my foot and wasn't sure if I was going to end up playing uh, at all. And, you know, just through that, I learned that football isn't everything for me. You know, I had to take some time off from that and get healed up. Um, but it also made me appreciate the game a lot more when I was able to come back at the end of the season. Um, so I just learned just to persevere uh, through all the things that are thrown at us. Yeah, I think something that I learned pretty much about the team as a whole is that, like, here we have a great group, a great group of guys that, like, they're all here to work hard, not just, like, football, but also in the classroom. So. Another thing I learned about our team is there's the resilience that we have. Our season's really long. It starts in like June and it goes all the way to December 2nd. And so for all of us to stay focused on one common goal is really amazing. Uh, like Jordan, if I, you know, uh, we were in the summer at school for three, four hours a day, five, six days a week, a lot of times. And then in season, another four hours a day seems like a lot. But, you know, at the end of the season, looking back, you realize you can do a lot more than you would have thought you could. Well, at Lipscomb Academy, we believe in transformational coaching. And I really hope that y'all have had coaches that have transformed you inside and outward. I know that they are fully focused on your performance level, but they're also focused on you as a whole. So I want to know that outside of the game of football, what life lessons have you learned from your coaches? Any of them? Uh, one big thing that our special teams coach, uh, Coach Dawson, always talks about is chase your personal best. And it, also, it helps us in football, obviously, but having, uh, having that and taking it like and applying it through your life can really help you not compare yourself to others and be what God wanted you to be. One thing I'd like to point out is every Friday before a game, uh, Coach Sione, the defensive coordinator, he would lead a defensive chapel, and you know players would volunteer to go lead their part. 
But every week we would write down three things we were thankful for before the game. And so being thankful and just thinking of what you're grateful for helped us just appreciate everything more. Okay, so Cole, before the last game last week, what were the three things you listed for being thankful for? I remember it was just the opportunity to be there. Um, I was thankful for Defensive Chapel. Uh, That's been a thing for me for the past two years. And also just my family, just how much they've supported me through all of that. Yeah, so uh, the coach that had the biggest impact on me this season was my receivers coach, Jamie Graham. Um, he obviously had a huge impact on me on the field, but off the field, um, he's been through a lot in his life, um, losing a lot of people that were close to him, and he would keep showing up every day with a smile on his face. Um, and just to go through the stuff that he did and then still come out and coach us and love on us uh, was very inspiring to me, and it showed me how much he cared for us. So you had some nice win streaks going in, and you had some games, honestly, you had set. How do you how do you stay fo- focused on that goal when, you know, some of the games uh, weren't that competitive maybe, and then also just a long season also where you were experiencing so much success. So any personal things you had that helped you stay focused? Um, so like Cole was talking about earlier, we have defensive chapels, and one of the themes one week was to chop wood, carry water. It comes from this Chinese proverb about this guy. He wanted to become a samurai, and he was just told to, like, chop trees and carry water. And so how we related that is to, like, you always have to focus on the small things, and focusing on the small things over, like, a long period of time will make you great. Okay, I think I just knew, and we all just knew that what we were trying to get to as a team wasn't in those moments that we were – we scored a lot of points, so we beat teams by a lot. We knew that even in those games, we might not have played our best, and that in order to get to where we were trying to get to, we still had a long ways to go. Yeah, another thing for me um, was remembering the feeling of last year in the state championship after that loss, um, you know, just keeping that in mind, what that felt like, because we didn't want to feel that again this year. So um, that was pretty motivating for me. All right, well, two of you are offensive, two of you are defensive. So I want to know, what were practices like? What was the rivalry? Was it tense? I want to know what on, went on behind closed doors. I see you smiling, Alex. He's probably thinking, how much do you want to know? About- <laughs> nah, it was it was always competitive. Um, Later in the season, we did more best on best, which is first team O versus first team D. So that, especially like the te- the times when we had bye weeks, just so we could keep that edge about us. But um, it's it was always competitive, always fun because we feel like we're playing against the best off defense. Felt like they're playing against the best offense in the state. We feel like we're playing against the best defense in the state. So that that competition we get in practice is we feel it's going to be better than the game. So that when we get to the game, it, we're not saying it'll be easy, but It'll be it'll feel like a Tuesday practice because it feel like that we've been there and done it before. Yeah, especially in the last week leading up to state, you know, everyone was a little bit on edge, everyone trying to hold everyone else accountable. And so when we would go like best on best or in like physical period, obviously we're hitting hard, playing our best defense against our best offense and getting on to people we don't think are trying hard enough or helping just correct our offense or defense. But then when you get back in the locker room, it's all back to just, you know, a bunch of brothers. And then another thing, having like 
going against a, such a great offense every week and every day, it means you can't like like have any off days really. Like some of the games we play, we don't play the best opponents and we can play all right and still get by, but when you're playing uh, like a Cincinnati commit at quarterback and a Boston College commit at running back, like you can't have an off day or you're just not going to be able to perform well and do your job. And so having a good offense really keeps us on edge and, and gives us a competitive advantage. Those were all really nice answers. Very, very nice and tame. So, Coleman, you mentioned earlier, hey, that loss from last year's championship kind of helped you stay focused throughout this year. Um, we only had one loss this year. Was that loss a good loss? Does that make sense? Is there a way to look at it like that? Or, hey, every loss is a bad loss. Uh, uh, what did you, what, what did you, if, even if you wouldn't even classify it as a good loss, what maybe was something that good that came out of that? And that, that's for all of you, but. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that some good did come out of that loss. You know, it kind of humbled us because we were all talking about how we were um, really good and it did humble us a little bit. And Coach Dofer mentioned in an interview after the state game that uh, after the Oakland game, our defense never, or our starting defense never let up a point after that. So it, it uh, motivated them for sure. And I could even see a change in practice. They got uh, a lot harder to run routes against in practice uh, after that game. And I also think it just, I guess, kind of validated us in a way because some people thought we couldn't play with that team, Oakland. And they're a heck of a team, a great team. They won state in 6A this year. Um, so I think that valid, we kind of needed that validation of our own because we knew we felt like we could play with it, but we needed everybody else to see that as well. We all mentioned that summer conditioning starts in June, and y'all have been going for almost – seven months now so it's a lot of hours of practice on the field and reviewing film in addition to all your schoolwork. so there have to be sacrifices and we know that your family has sacrificed a lot for you so I want to know how your families have supported you through your high school football career one thing I can talk about uh, really easily is in those summer workouts uh, I have trouble getting up a lot of mornings and so my mom, you know, a lot of times would, you know, help wake me up. And a lot of times she would even, you know, have made me like eggs and bacon, you know, something just to get me going that morning. So that was a huge help for me. Yeah, like Cole, my mom would make me breakfast every morning before football. And she would have lunch when I would get home after football. Um, and I know that's not easy. And then just uh, supporting us because, like you said, it's a lot of hours um, that we're not in the house. So um, when she helps me out and gets my stuff ready for me, um, it's a huge help for me. Um, one thing like a lot of people don't really think about that you have to sacrifice or others have to sacrifice is like when you wake up. So like those summer workouts, they started at eight o'clock, which means I'd have to wake up at six. And then my mom would also drive me there. So she would also have to wake up at six when normally if I didn't play football, she had to wake up around eight or nine to go to work. And so just all the little things like, making breakfast, taking me uh, to practice, and, um, like, just waking up early, all those, just, like, oh. Yeah, I'd probably say before I could transfer, uh, transport myself from place to place, um, take me to practice, um, I was, like they said, making food for me, whether it be, like, when I get home in the evening or in the morning. 
and just being like a constant supporter of me. Um, I don't know. That just went a long way for me, I think. So you had some new players join the team this year who didn't experience that loss last year, right? And so you had people returning that had this great year the previous year. Uh, and then you have some new players joining you this year. How long did it take for new and returning players to kind of, I don't know, come together uh, and to be one team? Did you see that take place? Did it happen early on? Is it something that kind of grew over the season? Um, but tell me how you guys came together to form a good unity as a team. Uh, I think one of the real advantages with starting early in the summer, like in June, is we have that time to grow closer as a team and start a bond. We spend so much time together. Like we, Some people even joke that we spend more time with the football team than our actual families besides like sleeping. And so like just being around each other for that much time really grows a close bond with a lot of us. Yeah, I would say a big advantage that we had as a team was that uh, a lot of the guys that played in the game last year were new that year, um, so they know what it feels like to be that new student. So when we see other new students coming in, um, we know how to treat them. Because I remember um, Sam Roush, when he came in, um, I guess it was in the spring, a couple weeks after him, the backup quarterback, Hank Brown, um, came and asked him about it. And he said, Sam said, I've only been here for two weeks and I love it. Everyone's so accepting. Um, and then Hank Brown ended up coming and he loved it too. Um, so, you know, just having that uh, personal experience with being new uh, helps us to bring uh, all the other new guys in with us. Alex, yesterday you received a really big award. You were named Tennessee Mr. Football Division Double A, and it's a huge honor. So if I were to ask you to give me a 10-second sizzle reel, what would your highlights from the season be? So, guys, what does he brag about all the time? Okay. <laughs> the other three, right. <laughs> well, Alex is actually really humble. He doesn't really brag. Honestly, I think our t- his teammates do more bragging for him. Like, <laughs> There's a lot of times where it will be near the red zone and we'll throw a hand off the ball to Alex. I'll think he gets tackled, and so I turn around, and then you just hear the crowd erupting, and he scored a touchdown because he just made a magnificent play. Nah, as far as y'all's question, just I think the the two weeks leading up to state and then the time that we spent down there, that's pretty much my highlight because one last, like we have a whole bunch of seniors, so just getting that last hurrah with all of them, it's like 27 of us. And then also it's just we went to Dave and Buster's like the day before the state game, so that is beginning that time to spend with them and then also I guess the whole state game experience like the last two and 30 seconds last two minutes and 30 seconds where we knew we had it wrapped up that was just amazing seeing <laughs> Carlin Walker ugly crying <laughs> <laughs> everybody smile everybody has smiles on their faces a lot of embraces it was I think that's my highlight so I know you're talking about how much time you guys spend together um, I'm just trying to picture what your day looks like because I'm sure we don't appreciate all the time that you're not only putting into football but also making up your academics and hopefully having some time to spend with your friends also right outside of the two. So like, give me a give me a day where you would say you have no idea what I just did. My day just looked like. Kind of outline that. Okay, I went to school. I've got that. 
all right, seventh period starts. Talk to me about your day, what that might look like. I'll do just like a casual Monday, in the, like in-season Monday. So we've got school, and then we go down seventh period. We've got like 15-minute break between last class and start of our football. And we'll split up offense and defense. One group will be doing walkthrough, other group will lift, and then we'll switch. So that's like two-hour period of lift and walkthrough. Then we'll all go out on the field together, have about a 45-minute kind of walkthrough jog tempo practice. And then we'll all come in, have a 45-minute special teams film session. Yeah. So by then we're what, At six, 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 about six, six, 6.15? Yeah, so now yeah. we're around 6. Okay. And then uh, Tuesdays, those are like the hardest days in practice. So it's pretty much like we get down there and then uh, we work out and then uh, – gosh, I'm starting to – Okay, so yeah, so we get down there, the offense is working out, the defense does ND, so like position drills, and then maybe if we need a walkthrough, we'll do that, then we switch, and then after that, we're all out on the field, and it's just practice for two and a half hours, added on to like the two hours with the um, lift and the walkthrough, so we get home, or we in practice somewhere around like 6, 6.30, and after that, if you're, like, banged up, so, like, you have a minor injury or have tape and you need to go to Ken, you can either get in the ice bath or have to get your tape cut off or something. That adds, like, a good 10, 20 minutes. So you're getting home around 7.45 if you get food or something to, like, 8. And so really having that type of schedule really makes you focus on, like, throughout your day. So, like, you don't really have that much time to do homework, so you have to get it done in school and flex, and it makes you more responsible. Okay, so you've just talked about three to four hours, four nights a week with football, and then you come home and you actually do homework. So you could be up all hours of the night, little sleep. So I want to know now that football season is over, what are you going to do with all this free time? Okay, Coleman, you have the biggest smile on your face. I want to know what you you've got planned. Yeah, um, I'm gonna have a ton of free time because uh, this is my first year not playing basketball either. So um, I don't know. I feel like I could start a business or something with all this time. <laughs> like I, um, I, I get home now at like three thirty, and then getting that extra like four hours at home every day. Like I'm gonna do something cool. You almost feel guilty, right? You're like, what am I supposed to be doing? I should be doing something. Yeah. Um, Really? I just, most of the time, I just go home and sleep. Because <laughs> the, the, the amount of hours that you got to catch up on, it'll probably never get there, but it's fine. Um, Get a job, probably got to pay for gas. It's too expensive. But other than that, chilling. Well, we all have special role models in our life, and I believe each one of you mentioned a different coach's name. So I want to know, who who is your mentor, and who encouraged you to be the best player that you can be? Um, so yeah, as I said before, Jamie Graham has uh, left a huge impact on me, um, and I noticed it about midway through the season, right as I was returning, 
he was very hard on me. Um, you know, I'd ask him a question and he'd be like, almost yell at me. He's like, come on, you got to know this stuff. Um, and th- that went on for a couple of weeks. And then he brought me in one day and said, Coleman, do you know why I've been so hard on you recently? And I was like, no, why? And uh, he said, he's like, because I see something in you that you don't see in yourself. And I'm trying to bring that out. Like, I know you can be a great player. Um, so I'm trying to help you uh, be the best version of yourself you can be. Um, and I'll never forget that, you know, just seeing him there, uh, someone that really cares for me and wants the best for me. Um, it left a huge impact on me. Yeah, I'd probably say my dad is uh, has been the most influential person just because, like, he's a football coach as well. He works at um, Overton High School. So I guess he understands, and he played football as well when he was in high school and in college. So I guess he, he understands my perspective, I guess, more than a lot of other people because maybe they didn't play football or, like, just don't have that lens. So – it's easier just to go to talk to him about like struggles you may have, whether it be dealing with like media people or dealing with just like balancing school, football, family life, and like your friendships and things like that. Obviously my parents have been a huge support through all of this, like parents, grandparents, extended family, all of them. But on the football coaching staff, someone who you might not expect or think of first is our strength coach, Luke Richardson. Uh, The past two seasons, he's had specific weight goals set for every player, uh, which is another way of just like helping emphasize that we're all different. We're not all supposed to be 250 pounds, six foot five dudes, but we are all supposed to make our own improvements every day. We're supposed to be working towards our own goal. And he helps us along that, teaching us what to eat, how to lift, helping us weigh in all the stuff that we need to get there. One person you wouldn't really expect or a group of people that you wouldn't really expect, but it's my teammates. Pretty much we can't let, we don't let each other slack off or have days where we give bad effort. And if you're having a bad day, your teammates will keep you accountable. Like um, I think it was Alex or someone said like the last two weeks before state, everyone was finding little things to get on to each other about because we knew we had to be perfect in that state game. And we weren't letting any little things slide. So being seniors, got tons of time on your hand, looking forward to sleeping, not sure what to do with all your time. You got another group of students that are going to come up next year to be seniors and juniors and sophomores and freshmen. What advice uh, do you have if you were to be up there to be giving a, a speech to them you know, at the beginning of next year, or probably in the summer, right? You're up on, you're up there talking to them next summer. What's the focus of your talk to them? I'll say perseverance. Um, in the moment, it is not easy to just push through all the workouts, school stuff that we're doing. Um, but just that feeling of winning the state championship in your senior season. Um, it's like no other, and it just made it all worth it. You know, looking back on all the hours we've put in, in the moment, I was like, why am I doing this? This is the hardest thing I've ever done. Um, you know, looking back on it now, it's it was definitely worth it. So just to persevere through all the hard things that are thrown at us. Um, I would just tell them to take it all in, I think, because, I mean, at least my high school career has gone by extremely fast. I remember things from ninth grade, 10th grade, like it was yesterday. So, 
take it all in. Don't take anything for granted. Um, like Coleman said, that just persevere. Even if you don't understand why you're doing something in the moment, just know that you have to have your future in mind and that you're working for something greater. So, Like Alex and Coleman, uh, I would say practices are long, but the season's short. Those four-hour practices, they don't go by fast, I can tell you that. But <laughs> looking back on the season at all, the whole thing went quick. Another piece of advice is to be where your feet are at because if you start looking too far in the future, you see, like if you're in June, you see December 3rd, and that's like seven months away. Uh, you get thinking like, wow, I have so much time and I can slack off right now, but you need to be where your feet are at and put in the work each and every day. All right, guys. Well, thank you for your time. Uh, We just added some more things for you to do today, but luckily your afternoons aren't so packed. So we appreciate you taking a little bit of your school day to come by and talk with us, share your thoughts, uh, some of your memories, and uh, and even some good advice. So uh, we really appreciate that and uh, wish you best of luck the rest of the school year and then, of course, next year as well. Thank you, Dr. Schultz. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Of course. Thanks for listening to Mustangs Unbridled, an exploration into the lives of Lipscomb Academy's alumni, parents, students, teachers, and interesting folk we meet along the way. To learn more about our school, visit www.lipscombacademy.org. Until next time when the Mustangs run free, this has been Mustangs Unbridled.